Hey, what's going on, motivators? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. So, uh, today is the 9th, the 9th of March, 2022. It is a Wednesday evening, as is customary on most Wednesdays. I'm, I'm pretty fucking tired, man. Long, busy day. Helped a bunch of people, made a bunch of people smile did my best to serve mankind in my own little way, you know, to put smiles on faces and put fire under the asses of the masses to inspire folks to be inspired, hoping that somebody might return the favor, might subscribe to the whole pay it forward notion, subscribe to the golden rule and just Look out for each other. Care for people. Maybe people that you barely know. You know, it doesn't always have to have anything to do with a sphere. You know, I had a, a guy just earlier, last patient of the night. Great fucking guy. Young man, not even 30. I like him a lot. So he, uh, he trained... His first training day last uh, Saturday at the March Back to Health debut. He was out there with his fiance, and they're young and healthy comparatively to me and to most of my participants. But they were out there, and I said, "How'd your fiance like?" He said, oh, "She she liked it." So, you know, they have some <clears throat> do different exercise work, workouts and stuff, but you know, this is something different, so they're on board. And they, they get it. But I, I said, yeah, there were there was like 90 on the roster and maybe 63 present last weekend. He said, I don't, I don't know 63 people. I said, now you do. How cool is that? <clears throat> now you fucking do, man. Potentially. Each and every one of those people will give you the time of day. Just because you've engaged in a morning workout with them. They're potential friends. It's special. That's why I do this shit. So, regular is 443 at Sunoco here. Pretty reasonable gas station. 495 for the uh, premium. <clears throat> Had another good friend come in earlier today. And, you know, it's a talking point right now. Just like the COVID cooties was the biggest possible talking point. We all could not shut up about it, right? Dominated the news cycles and in our minds and our homes and our work and everything. Put a directional on fuckface. Everything was about the COVID cooties. How we should be behaving. How other people are behaving. And it was a shit show. As I stated, we like turned our figurative guns on one another. Turned our attention to, you know, otherizing people based upon the decisions that they make in the, when faced with this public health situation. And, you know, appropriately to some degree. As I've stated, you know, I was somebody who felt 
like it was best to stay on the side of science and stay on the side of being reasonable and trying to protect ourselves and others, look out for other people, look out for our, for our collective good, for our society, rather than just you know, talk about rights and, you know, here you got these fucking truckers doing that trucker rally the, where they're, they were in Canada and then, you know, they got friggin' had a president of Canada and the governor or the mayor of the whatever town that was <clears throat> had to declare a state of emergency, get these people pulled out of there and given fines and threatened and stuff because it was disrupting the peace. I guess what they that's what they want to do is make a point. Anyway, now we have bigger fish to fry, right? Nobody's talking about the COVID cooties anymore. Now we're talking about war. And the fallout, potential literal fallout, if this escalates, and figurative fallout, just all the, the little, all the fuckery that will ensue if this continues. Already we've got people in different countries, namely Ukraine, getting attacked, killed. Their power shut off, their utilities shut off, fleeing by, you know, the hundreds and thousands, more than a million people at my last, was my understanding, more than a million Ukrainians have left, have arrived in places like Poland, Germany, and they'll be coming here. They don't want to live in a place like this that's being attacked. People don't want to live. They don't want to, it's not enough, it's not, it's no upside. You live in a, a place that's been, it's war-torn, and you don't know whether or not you're going to fucking get blown up. I read today there was a, um, I read a couple, I read all kinds of shit. You know, one other problem with the news is that they've betrayed their hand. They've given their hand away. Because during these past three years when we've been arguing amongst ourselves and the news has been entirely politicized, almost entirely politicized, right? And the harm that that, that, that did to rational thought, to being logical, it did significant harm to our thought processes, to what we regard as the truth. Because the truth was relative, right? Are vaccines good or are they bad? Do masks work or are they bullshit? Uh, is social distancing, distancing worth it? Um, or is this, you know, a little common cold that's no threat to the general public, only certain people, so they should quarantine? I mean, all these things that we talked about, rather than turning to science, which is the best tool that we have for the job of sorting out fact from fiction, many people were baited into, you know, the other side, just doing whatever they felt was good, doing whatever they felt was right, or what their chosen news outlet, or politician, or internet personality was doing. That's very dangerous to behave like that. So now, 
we've got an actual war. And meanwhile, we've got these assholes driving around their, in their fucking trucks at a time when there's war-torn Eastern Europe and it's sending all kinds of economic reverberations, sanctions, you name it, are occurring. Gas prices are way the fuck up, as I, as I pointed out. And so now they're paying friggin' record prices for diesel to protest some bullshit. Pointless. Stand by. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. So, as I was saying... We got a fucking wars broken out. We have incredible fallout consequences as a result. You got people attacking their neighbors. And I refuse to believe, having served in the military, even in you know, peacetime, collective seven years I served as a Marine active duty grunt for four years and then subsequently in the New Jersey National Guard for three years. I don't know if you knew that about me. Anyway, it was pretty crazy, fun, miserable experience. It's part of service is something that, uh, that's what I, I'm always going on about it, right? It's fucking the best. But I'm telling you, I cannot believe that those Russian forces, the vast majority of them, are philosophically on board with this sort of campaign. That they're cool with rolling into these cities and down these roads where people had driven to work and just that the people live and breathe and raise their families and are trying to carve out a little life for themselves peaceful life. You know, be part of something. Be part of a democracy. To have some sort of choice. You know, to be part of Europe. You know, you've got... It's a very rich civilization over there, right? Culturally. A lot of history over there. A lot of wars. A lot of bloodshed. A lot of victories and defeats. But also a lot of progress in places like Germany. Shit. Remember when Germans were the fucking enemy? Remember the, you know, the, the, how many times do we need to be reminded of the atrocities that occurred during World War II and during World War I? Names like Hitler in Russia, Stalin you know, starved, killed, murdered millions of their own people, killed a shitload of other people in the surrounding areas, persecuted, systematically murdered, exterminated the Jews. The, the villainy, the, the evil that has you know, parts of these of, the, of Europe, like 
as I mentioned, Germany, they were perpetrating this sort of stuff. Maybe misguided, but shit happened. People died. People were tortured and killed. Their lineages extinguished in many cases. So there's lessons that have been learned. You know, my but my understanding is that as a military man, one time... tell me to go do something really fucking stupid, like if you tell me, if you tell me and my, and my unit that we're going to go invade Canada or Mexico, well, you know, hey, there's a lot, a lot of drug cartels down there, there's a lot of evil that's going on there, you see these people that they're hanging from bridges and they're even attacking the, the resorts and stuff now, drugs, cartels, death, you know, it's a very poor country, and this, this guy is perpetrating all this stuff, so we gotta go in there, and we gotta go on a peacekeeping mission, or whatever, if I, if, it, if, soldiers are loyal, warriors are dedicated, yes, there's a simplicity about going to, into battle, about you and your guys, or gals, you and your crew, you're going to go in there and you're going to follow orders you're going to complete the mission but at some point you're going to look around and be like man, this is fucking bullshit what are we doing this for? you know so if I was a Russian military Russian soldier right now I'd be like uh, I was just down here on business a couple of weeks ago uh, you know, we vacation over here uh, every summer uh, my grandparents were great-grandparents, they were raised, born and raised here, I have people on the other side, you know, this is, they, at the very least, they don't want to be fighting people who are identical to them in so many ways. So, I don't know what kind of line of bullshit that Putin, etc., is feeding them, but it's, this is ridiculous. And as I've stated before, there's no one, no rational individual or society or you know, government that seems to think that this is reasonable in any way. You know, if you want to force some move, if you want to, do, especially kinetic warfare, rolling tanks in, surrounding a nation on three sides with all this armament, uh, using artillery to shell buildings, many of many of which these cities, you know, the people have, a lot of people have died in this shit, like civilians. You're attacking, and it, you know, if you're gonna say, well, they're, you know, they're, they're the resistance, they're the the bad guys. They were firing on us, so they must be bad. Well, that's the way war works. If you shoot at me, I'm going to shoot you back. And that's how people fucking die and societies crumble and suffer. And so, what a small idea. What a bunch of bullshit. How is this going to help anyone? What is going to be the ultimate outcome? And could there be a favorable outcome in the eyes of Vladimir Putin? What is it? What would it mean? toppling uh, the Ukrainian 
president and administration and replacing that government with a Russian uh, loyal gov- uh, president administration that is loyal to the Kremlin. put a big fucking target on their back and that's what you do. You want to have a military state in, in Ukraine where people are like, fuck it, I'm out of here. I don't need this shit. I'm going to Poland. I'm going to Germany. I'm going to the U.S. I'm going to whatever com- country is going to offer me freedom and asylum from this bullshit. You're going to lose a lot of people. <clears throat> in the country you're invading and in in your own population who the fuck would want to stick around you know there have been times over this past you know the, the COVID cooties time the COVID times that many Americans are like you know what I with the differences how the, the stark differences in opinion and philosophy about this virus and you know, the politics, how how edgy it got politically, and the, the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol, and Trump, that fucking asshole. And it's not just Trump. He's just a fucking blatant asshole. He's the ugly American many times over. But with all that <clears throat> divisiveness, many Americans really started to wonder, is this, is this, do I want to be a part of this? Like, is there, is there a place where I can go where, you know, I know nothing, no place is perfect and I love America and all that, but we're losing it. You know what I mean? You feel like your society is losing its way. Like they're turning on each other. There's no unity. There's no common purpose. There's just this divide, divide and conquer routine. And we're just, we've become consumers, you know. We just are out to make money and spend it. Spend it on whatever. Spend it the way we want to spend it. We want just, we want low gas prices, shiny cars, and um, unlimited resources. We want to go to the supermarket and have every thing right where we want it, and we want the lowest prices, we want competition in the marketplace, we think that the, the market's going to solve everything, we want um, <clears throat> our cost of living to go down there, go down, and just have you know, unlimited growth. We want to see the stock market climb and climb and climb. never going to go down. We want to extract unlimited resources from Mother Earth, and we don't want anybody to tax things like gas and oil, other pollutants. We don't want to have to change the way we live. I feel like people have woken up to some of this stuff, though. I feel like many Americans and many citizens of this world realize that we're really fucking up. Like, society is fucking up. It's falling. It's not just the um, empires, like the American Empire, you can call us, which we are. 
and we're all over the country, all over the the, uh, the world. We've got military bases and our hands in everything, trying to control everything. That is part of what Putin is pissed off about, right? He doesn't like that <clears throat> his perpetual adversary, the United States of America, has got its hand in everything. He's trying to control everything. He's not giving it an opportunity to breathe and compete and and exert power over what used to be a vast, you know, region, the USSR. You didn't like that. It's a big, that's what this whole thing is about. Not about uh, neo-Nazis running the Ukraine. It's not about genocide being committed by Ukraine. It's fucking shit's unfounded. It's because he wants the West and Europe, he, he wants to dominate that region. He wants to resume the same power that they had back in the day when he was in his KGB days. And they lost a lot. And their fucking military does not look like it's it's a dominant force that we all assumed it was. They're fucking up, and the will of the Ukrainian people to have democracy is very, very strong. So, in closing, you know, that's a lot, and there's a lot that I'm sure I don't know, and many of us don't know, but I, I, there's a quote, like, about this whole thing. But there, there's a, a meme that I saw and I shared today that depicts a um, little cartoon political cartoon of a um, you know of a house that is being destroyed you got fucking missiles coming flying through the air breaking into smithereens and some dark cartoon figures within the house saying oh those Americans got it so bad with their gas prices rising really think about that we just don't want our good time our party to end we just want what we want, and we want it, even if it's, it's if it's at the expense of another people, like it, we, regardless of what's happening in the world, regardless of the people that are starving, and are war-torn, and are being persecuted, and are, uh, of the, are being exposed to injustice, and, and evil, for lack of a better word, the world across, we just want, we don't give a fuck as long as the gas prices don't go up and as long as it doesn't uh, affect our retirement portfolio. We'd love to blame it on whoever's the current leader of the United States, whether that's Biden or Trump or fucking Ronald, Ronnie Reagan or George Bush or whatever. Whoever's in charge is fucked. They're letting us down. feel like we have a collective role, like a societal role, as citizens of this world, to really wake up to some of the things that are going on right now. I feel like this is a wake-up call. You hear about the doomsday clock that, you know, they'll scientists or whoever will pull out every once in a while and say, you know, it's still possible that we are going to fuck this. What the doomsday clock is, is a scientific community, people who actually can measure things who can do math problems, all right? It's them saying, 
okay, you know, we really could fucking die by our own hands. We could really fuck up this whole experiment that is humankind on this earth. Like, we are long, we've been long a, a blight, a fucking cancerous growth <clears throat> on this world. We become that. We become a fucking virus. It spreads, it extracts resources, and doesn't give anything back. We've, we're capable of, and we have done a lot of good. Progress has been incredible. But what good is all the progress if it's erased by ignoramuses and hotheads and despots and... You know, cooler heads have to prevail. We have to have some clarity. We have to, you know, take a fucking deep breath. Like, you ever have a meltdown or you're, you're losing it on a particular day or... <clears throat> and you feel like, okay, like when that happens, like you tell yourself later in the day, like, when that happens, I'm going to take a deep breath, I'm going to calm my nerves, and I'm going to focus. Because I know I could I could get through things, I could... Uh, the outcome would be a lot more positive if I could just like, you know, settled my nerves and restored some kind of calm, I would have been able to make the right decision. We need to do that right now. The world does. Putin does. Biden does. All the world leaders do. They're fucking flipping out and they're doing things to fight each other, and I'll tell you what, they're obviously, you think about the virus and how I've said we're so frustrated, like all the misplaced energy and hate was because the virus is so small that most people just have no concept of what a microorganism is or what it's capable of. As we've discussed, they're not all bad, microbiology is actually one of the last frontiers in science where we were learning all the time but many there are many processes within our body that viruses and bacteria um, they're carrying out and they're protecting us from you know really virulent dangerous critters like COVID was but for lack of of that human-sized foe villain that we could bring to justice like post a wanted poster it doesn't really work if you posted a wanted poster of a, a tiny ass virus you wouldn't be even come close to see it on the fucking sheet of paper so we can't see this with the naked eye so therefore we fucked each other over and called each other names and almost came to blows over it many people did I'm sure um, now we have a wanted poster we can put Putin's face on it and anybody and it's very clear to anybody who's a rational reasonable um, decent human being that what is happening right now ordered by him and, and his government is taking a giant shit on the entire world's population it's bad bad news. People are suffering. People are dying. Shit could get a lot worse before it gets better. 
something like we would read in history books from a hundred years ago or more is happening now. Where does it end? With a nuclear war? With untold devastation and shattered human lives? Unrest in that entire fucking part of the world? And that spreads everywhere? Because no longer do you read about news in newspapers. Now, it's fucking... You have it at the flick of a switch. All you gotta do is put your finger fingerprint on the top left corner of your phone and the news pops up and you can read it and and get a report. You're up to date. And I hope that those hope that the Russian people have access to the internet and they can they can get some sort of fair and balanced news and that they know it when they see it. Because most certainly their their minds are being washed, their brains are being washed. And they're being told that this is a, a worthy campaign. It's something that they should actually be doing, be involved in, be, be supporting. And um, obviously it's not. There's no threat from Ukraine. So why, you know, why this huge campaign could well be, you know, the doomsday clock could chime, you know. But what doesn't happen... Um, until it does, and while the things are deteriorating, I suggest we all continue doing what we can do to help one another, be kind to one another, and realize, take a little perspective. You know, I don't like fucking you know, $5 gas prices either. But we got to realize that we're fucking spoiled-ass brats. And that only a couple thousand miles away, people are suffering and dying, and it could spread... And that could be us someday. So we need to fight for right and freedom and to keep our honor clean. We need to do the fucking right thing. We need to know what that is when we see it. Because again, our brains have been so fucking washed that we don't know which end is up. And that is not a good combination. It's not a good reality when in, in, in situations like this, we're, it's unclear what is right and what is wrong. I had a uh, somebody who's like 70 years old tell me that. Somebody I love and respect that I said that. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know really what's happening. It's true. Most of us, you know, if you're honest, you'll admit that. That you're not sure. Even though it seems like everyone is unified against this war. That it's foolish and stupid and it's self-defeating. And, and that everybody's going to pay for this. And this could wind up being a nuclear war or some sort of cataclysmic event event like another Chernobyl you know during the fighting the things that get what are, kind of things are going to get broken and irreplaceable what about the human lives what about the you know the, the economies the health public health and well-being what about the culture within Ukraine and in that part of Europe and you know as they say you know it's probably a cool quote about it but you do something to somebody you're doing it to yourself you know? he who angers you controls you right all that stuff so even being a part in this sort of shit it's happening on all of our watch. So what can we do to fight back? 
try to understand as best we can. Always do the right thing. Be a good friend. Ascribe to, uh, subscribe to pay it forward. Just help people in your own small little way that you can. At home, in your community, be a little bit kinder. Try to help people whenever you can. Go out of your way to do it. You know? Alright, go fuck yourselves. I'll talk to you guys later. Huh!